Kato. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 18th of August, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. On Friday the 12th, the government-owned National Petroleum Corporation, also known as the double NCP, renewed some expired oil production sharing agreements with five oil companies. The agreements detail how much oil revenue the corporation will receive from each oil mining license it issued to the oil companies. According to the double NPC, this will lead to the production of 10 million barrels of oil per day. Speaking of the double NPC, on the same day, it launched a website that will allow residents of oil producing communities to report incidents of oil theft. You can check out the links to that in our show notes. On that note about oil theft, on Friday the 12th, the Army said it will increase efforts to stop the thieves who target oil pipelines and production facilities. They recovered almost 4 million barrels of stolen crude oil on the same day. Recall that the head of the double NPC said the country loses 400,000 barrels of crude oil per day to theft. And in other news, the Bureau of Statistics reported on Monday the 15th that July's inflation rate was almost 20%, which is higher than June's 18%. This is the highest inflation rate in 17 years. The prices of food also increased in June. They rose by 20% and in July, they increased by 22%. This may lead the central bank to increase the interest rates at its next meeting on the 27th of September. The bank raised its interest rates to 14% at its last meeting in July. Just like the inflation rate, the government's budget also affects the economy. On Monday the 15th, the executive said it will send next year's budget bill to the legislators by the end of September, since that will give them enough time to study and then pass the budget before next year. On that note about the economy, on Tuesday the 16th, the British embassy said Nigeria will enjoy the UK's new trade policy that will be in force as of next year. The policy will cut the taxes on many imports from developing nations. The UK will scrap its taxes on hundreds of imported products, including clothes and food, from 65 developing countries. The embassy said this means that about 99% of goods imported from Nigeria won't have to pay taxes. Now, as an update on the academic staff union strike that has caused federal universities to remain closed for six months. The union met with the executive on Tuesday the 15th, but they did not reach an agreement because, according to the union, the government was not concerned about meeting their demands and instead presented unreasonable suggestions. The union demands are that the executive increases salaries and invest in university infrastructure. The government said it will tell the media what they have decided in the meeting on Thursday the 18th. Speaking of strike actions, the National Union of Electricity Employees went on strike on Wednesday the 17th, which led to a power outage throughout the country. The union was asking the government to pay the entitlements of the retired workers of the former government-owned electricity company, the National Electric Power Authority. They said that if the executive fails to do so, the strike will resume. 
On Thursday the 11th, President Buhari said the population and housing census next year will help the country fight insecurity and reduce poverty. The last census was carried out in 2006, and the president said that the lack of accurate information on citizens has hindered national planning. He also said that they will use small handheld devices that will allow the data that was collected to be sent electronically to a central location. And since we mentioned Buhari, on Monday the 15th, he congratulated the Kenyan president-elect William Ruto on his electoral victory. Buhari wished him a successful tenure in office and said he looks forward to a healthy bilateral relationship between the two countries. A day later, on Tuesday the 16th, Buhari set up an anti-malaria council, which will be in charge of raising funds to eradicate malaria. The president said this is important as data from the WHO shows that the country accounted for 27% of the total of malaria cases in the world last year. The chairman of the 16-man council is Aliko Dangote, the CEO of the Dangote Group and the richest man in Africa. Other members include the Minister of Health and the Archbishop of Abuja Catholic area. On that note about health, on Sunday the 14th, the hospital of the University of Abuja denied media reports that said there was an outbreak of the Marburg virus in the medical facility. The hospital said it was simply providing the staff with a routine health advisory to ensure they maintain hygiene protocols against the Marburg and the coronavirus. Last month, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control said it is on high alert after the Marburg virus outbreak in the neighboring country, Ghana, but it has set measures to prevent something similar happening in the country. Speaking of the Center for Disease Control, on Sunday the 14th, it reported 15 new cases of monkeypox. Fortunately, no deaths were recorded, and there have been 172 cases of the virus this year. On Friday the 12th, the Trade Union Congress rejected the Nigerian Medical Association's suggestion of privatizing government-owned health facilities because, according to the union, the executive has already mismanaged the privatization of the power sector. Allegedly, there were corruption schemes when the government-owned electricity company, the National Electric Power Authority, was privatized in 2013 and the assets were simply sold to friends of the government officials. On Tuesday the 16th, the Nigeria Meteorological Agency, the organization that monitors climate and weather conditions in the country, said there will be extreme rainfall in 19 states between August and October of this year. The agency urged state authorities to immediately take steps to reduce the effects of the floods. And in some regional news, on Monday the 15th, the Anambra state government set up a special family court that will handle the increase in cases of gender-based violence. The most recent high-profile gender-based violence case in the state saw the local government chairman of Inewe North suspended because he allegedly assaulted his wife. A day later, on Tuesday the 16th, the Zamfara state government signed a bill into law. According to the new legislation, anyone convicted of kidnapping will have to face the death penalty. 
the governor said this was necessary to reduce crime in the state. Next up, some entertainment news. Gospel singer Mercy Chinwo got married to her long-term boyfriend, Pastor Blessed, on Saturday the 13th in Rivers State. Recall that she got engaged in June, and celebrities like actor Banky W., actress Kate Henshaw, and singer Wajay attended the wedding. Finally, on to some sports news. The Confederation of African Football said the African Super League will start in August 2023 with a $100 million prize. 24 teams from 16 countries will participate. However, each country can have up to three clubs taking part in the competition. Still, journalists asked the Confederation where the money for the prize would come from, and the Confederation said it would raise the money from sponsorships. On that note about football, Asisat or Shorla was nominated for the Women's Ballon d'Or Award for Best Player in the World on Friday the 12th. The award ceremony will be held on the 17th of October in Paris. That's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. Before we leave, we wanted to ask you something. In light of the fuel shortage, how much have you paid for gas this week? Do you think the price was cheap, fair, or expensive? I'm sure everyone's leading towards expensive. Let us know at Nigeria at Rorschach.com or on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. Karoti. <laughs>